Well, hello there, everyone. Uh, Pastor Trent here for Wednesday's In the Word, your midweek devotional intended to encourage and challenge you to live a life worthy of the gospel that you have been called to live. We're continuing to journey through the Bible, Genesis to Revelation, in the year 2021 using the F260 Bible reading plan. And this week, we're continuing to look at Exodus and the events that take place in that magnificent book. Following the incredible signs, the ten plagues, and the amazing Red Sea crossing, the Israelites make their way through the desert, eventually setting up camp at Mount Sinai. It is here at this place where God is going to speak to the people by speaking through or speaking to Moses. Now I want you to think back to God's call of Abraham. God made a covenant with Abraham, a promise that Abraham would have many, many, many descendants, that they would be a great nation, that they would be a people set apart as God's chosen people. God's desire and God's plan was that through this holy people, through this holy nation, that he himself would be glorified and shown to be the one and only true living God, God the Father uh, God, the creator of the universe, the only God. It was also God's plan that through this nation, through these people, that the world would be saved through a carpenter named Jesus, who would be God's son. Jesus would be born of the tribe of Judah, which we looked at uh, when we were looking through uh, those different uh, sons. And as we read this week, you're going to see it's mostly about worship and the tabernacle, the construction of the tabernacle, the the um, the activities of the ta- tabernacle, how to worship. Uh, and it's very interesting to read through. Again, these people were going to be mobile. Uh, they were going to be journeying, journeying through the desert. So the way God instructed them to build the tabernacle enabled them to uh, be able to build it and take it apart. Think of it as a mobile worship center or a mobile temple, something that they could set up and worship, and then they could take it down when they were ready to move again. But as we started this week, it was with the Ten Commandments. It was the law of God given to the people of God. These were the first of God's commandments, and as we continue our journey through the Bible, we'll see others. But it was, but these are significant ten. And as we look at these, you know, I notice that I've broken more than one of them. So let me read this to you in Exodus, starting in chapter 20, verse 1. Then God spoke all these words. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the place of slavery. Do not have other gods besides me. Do not make an idol for yourself, whether in, the sh- whether in the shape of anything in the heavens above or on the earth below or in the waters under the earth. You must not bow down to them or worship them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for their father's sins to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me but showing faithful love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commands. Verse 7, Do not misuse the name of the Lord your God, because the Lord will punish anyone who misuses his name. 
Remember to dedicate the Sabbath day. You are to labor six days and do all your work. But on the seventh day, but the seventh day is a Sabbath day to the Lord your God. You must, you must not do any work. Your sons or daughters, your male or female slave, your lives, your livestock or the foreigner who is within your gates. For the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and everything in them in six days. Then he rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and declared it to be holy. Honor your father and mother so that you may have a long life in the land that the Lord your God has given you. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony against your neighbor. Do not covet your neighbor's house. Do not covet your neighbor's wife his male or female slave, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These are the Ten Commandments of God. And as you look through them, just as I have looked through them, I think we notice we have broken at least one of them, probably more, uh, maybe many more. Uh, But we have to ask ourselves, what is the purpose of God's law? You know, God knows we were we're going to mess up. God knew that. God knew that the people of Israel and us today would not be able to keep these laws uh, in, in the way that he desires, for he is a perfect God. He is a holy God, and he requires holiness. And so with God knowing this, why did he give us these standards? Well, maybe there was a greater purpose uh, than just following a set of rules and regulations. You see, the Apostle Paul writes about this in Romans 7. I encourage you to read the whole chapter of Romans 7, but I'm just going to read uh, chapter 7, verse 7. Paul says, what should we say then? Is the law sin? Uh, he's, He's asking the question, is the law bad? And he says, absolutely not. He goes, I would not have known sin if it were not for the law. For example, I would not have known what it is to covet if the law had not said Do not covenant. You see, the purpose of God's law was to show us what sin is. The law was given so people would realize and remember that they are unable to live up to the expectations and to the standards of God. The law was given so that we would understand what sin was. This truth about sin reveals to us that we are completely dependent upon God for our salvation. We are dependent upon God's grace to save us from our faults, our failures, and our sins. And you know, God is full of grace. God is full of love and he is full of mercy. And so he sent his son, Jesus Christ, his only son, to die for our sins. You see, Jesus, being fully God and fully man, was able to resist every temptation that he experienced. He was able to do what we could not do, and that was keep God's law perfectly. Jesus never sinned once. He was able to live up to that standard because he was God. And so he was able to take the punishment for us on that cross. God, Jesus didn't deserve that. He was perfect. But he gave himself as an atoning sacrifice. Well, we've read a little bit about that too. And we'll read more in the days and weeks ahead. But Jesus was the atoning sacrifice. The perfect 
unblemished lamb that paid the price for our sins so that through faith in him and him alone, we can be saved. So what was the purpose of the law? To show us that we need a savior. To show us that we were sinful. And today, if you've not made a decision to follow Jesus, then I want to encourage you to do so. I want you to admit that you are a sinful person. That you have failed to keep God's laws and God's, and you have failed to live up to God's standards. But that's okay because God sent his son to take your place. Will you make the decision to follow him? Will you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Will you turn away from your sins and from this world and repent? And would you follow him and surrender your life each and every day? I hope you will. May the Lord bless you this week as you continue to journey through God's word.